0: Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at KingsgateHobbs.com. Let's get into the word then. Romans chapter 12. Why do I do good news? Because it builds your faith. If God can do it for someone and he's done it for someone else, he can and will do it for you. That's why I celebrate people's blessings. I'm like, really? Praise God. Man, maybe I'm next, maybe you're next, maybe you're next, but that is exciting. So we're in Romans 12. I'm going to start tonight with verse 9. We went over this last week, but just a review of verse 9, I wanted to start there. And uh, this is a good verse. It's powerful, but it reminds me of something, and I will tell you in a moment. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Now, let's stop there for a moment. There's a lot in that verse. We could talk about that for weeks probably, right? Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Um, when I was reading over this and, and preparing today, I was reminded of a, a story that I was part of. Growing up, I was, I was born into a pastor's home, right? So by the time I was born into my, my parents' family there, my parents, were they prayed in tongues, And they were spirit-filled, but they'd been believers their whole lives, just about. And so they were people of God, and and mom and dad were pastoring. And I'll never forget, I must have been in third grade. We were living in Denver City, Texas, and um, not far from here. And I remember there was a lady. This relates to don't just pretend to love others. She was a lady at church. (laughs) I can still remember the way she talked and the way she looked, and I remember her last name. I don't remember her first name. She had a really odd last name. And she would I, she would tell my dad, "I love you, brother. <laughs> you know, I love you, brother." kind of obnoxious. But, and I was like, "I don't know how it came up, but I was a pastor's kid, so I was there, and sometimes you'd hear my parents' inside thoughts that became outside thoughts, right? And I remember my dad said, "I don't, I don't know if I brought up something or my dad said, "Man, she don't love us. she is nothing but a troublemaker. <laughs> I love you, brother." So when I read this verse, I think of her, bless her heart. I don't know if that's a good legacy, but don't just pretend to love others. God will be the judge. But how many of you know that, I believe it's Matthew chapter 7 that teaches us that you will know a tree by its fruit. You guys know that cacti, plural of cactus, right? Cacti give fruit, don't they? What do they give? Prickly pears? Okay. And they're supposed to be pretty good. I don't know how people make prickly pear jam. I think... I think folks, honestly, you give them a chance, they're going to make jam out of anything. Just, you know, I mean, mulberries and stuff. We had mulberries in our yard. I tasted one one time. I was like, this is awful. I don't know. If you put enough sugar, I bet everything is good. We had a dog that loved them. But I do know that cacti will not give you bananas. Is that right? Eventually, folks are going to realize that you're not walking in love no matter how hard you try to fake it. People are going to go, oh, I, don't, I don't really feel loved by you, right? So we know a tree by its fruit. I'm not saying anyone in here, per se, is not walking in love, but we've got to get beyond the pretending. Now, there are those who will tell you, man, you've got to fake it till you make it. Okay, I see that, but don't keep faking it forever. Start walking in love. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Really love them. Um, I remember the first few times that I saw a banana tree i was raised here in this region right new mexico we don't grow bananas do we not usually unless you got them in a greenhouse or something i don't even know if we can emulate that here but i remember thinking wow trees that will grow bananas because i've always liked bananas does anyone like bananas in here anybody some of you yeah okay some of you like uh, i'm not impressed you should be impressed they're they're a special food If anyone's ever seen me eat a banana, I peel it completely and hold the bare banana in my hand. I don't know why. I don't know if that's monkey business. I don't know. It's just, is that weird? It's a little, it is a little odd, isn't it? Let's just be real. It's a little odd. I don't just stand there with a, I peel the whole thing. I don't know why. I remember when I was a kid, and I don't remember if it was lemon seeds or It hadn't dawned on me yet growing up in this climate. I said, man, I'm going to plant these seeds in our backyard over here in South Hobbs. And I think it was a citrus fruit of some kind. I I don't think it was oranges. I think it was lemons. And I remember thinking, these seeds, man, they're going to grow. And I planted them in a really dumb place because you'd leave the porch and it was this tall. Remember when back in the day, it seemed more common back in the day. You still see them sometimes. You know, these thick porches, it's all concrete, like three feet. And you'd come off the porch, and then there was our basketball court. But between the porch and the basketball court, I planted them right there in a high-traffic area. Never forget that. I don't know why I did that. You're just nonsensical. But I'll tell you this. The conditions have to be right for your tree to bear fruit. Why am I getting into all of this? Why am I teaching on this? Because you don't need to just pretend to love others. You need to really love them. And it takes practice. How many of you know? And I know I'm not speaking to anyone in here because y'all are just as lovable and cuddly as teddy bears. But some people are not lovable. Have you ever met those? You're like, man. Oh, the Lord said to love you, brother, and I'm trying, man. But you're getting. On, I got one nerve, and you're getting on it. I got one nerve left. You know, <laughs> I can't. I don't know, man. I can't with you, right, folks? That say I can't. There's just. Oh, I don't know. You gotta really practice with people you got to love the unlovely because Jesus loved us through the weirdest stuff. He loved me despite my sin. Scripture says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, I wasn't alive 2,000 years ago when Jesus died. No, but like the old song says, when, you, when he was on the cross, you were on his mind. Can you imagine Jesus that could see everyone who had ever been born? God in the flesh. This is how I imagine it. He saw everyone who had ever been born and everyone who would ever be born and say, and he was saying, I'm dying for you. This is your chance to be in heaven with me, but it's up to you. I'm doing all the heavy lifting. I'm spotting you Uh, more than spotting you, right? Gym terms. I'm doing the heavy lifting. This is 10 zillion pounds and you just got a five pound weight to now follow me. You can carry your cross now. And if he loved us, we have the capacity to love others. And I was talking about seeds and fruit because, remember, you will know a tree by its fruit. Say, hmm, we planted watermelon seeds. Praise God. Let's just see if we can get some bananas out of it this year or some jalapeños. No, it's not going to happen. It's not. You plant certain seeds, and that's the kind of plant you get. Okay? So don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Someone say really. <laughs> really love them hate what is wrong oh i love that hate what is wrong hold tightly to what is good now in light of recent events let me just hit something real quick and it's on my heart uh, me and my workout partner this morning we were venting to each other about current events we do that sometimes and i was like man this is crazy or this is just this is ridiculous and we're just talking about it and talking about the word and you know they just passed something in congress now about what what is it the Something Marriage Act? They call it something that sounds really good. Does anyone know the name of the Act? Equality in Marriage Act? I don't know. I sh- I should have been more well informed on that. I think I was so disturbed by what they were doing. They're talking about basically churches can uh, this is a simplified version of it. Churches can get in trouble with the government concerning tax exemption status if they don't marry everybody. There's something like that in that bill. And that's very disturbing, right? That's very disturbing. So in light of that, and in honor of what they've done, I'm being sarcastic and facetious, right? You detect my sarcasm. I will say this. What they've done is wrong, and same-sex marriage is wrong. I'm going to just say it, and it's on Facebook for Mark Zuckerberg and whoever else. We don't have 10 million people watching this, but they can look back in time and see that I said that according to scripture it is wrong brothers and sisters not because i said it but because god said it jesus said the time comes when a man will leave his father and mother and he will cleave and hold on to his wife say well a man can be with another man that's his wife no i'm sorry that's not the definition of wife a wife is a woman Well, how can we know our gender? I don't have a gender. Really, congratulations, because that's scientifically, biologically impossible according to the science that you teach. We know a lot of it's political science, really, because it's not real science. Real science always lines up with God's Word. I need everybody to hear that tonight. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Real science, true science, the facts will always line up with God's Word, not what people are teaching in universities. Okay? Okay? We love people, but we don't love or approve of sin. I love people. I have met lesbians and homosexuals and different folks, transgender people, and I had a love for them. I mean, years ago, before this was popular and fashionable, there was a guy. He used to come into the finance company where I worked. And I'm going to just be real with you. I, I don't know. He treated me extra sweet. Kind of a big guy, big old hands, just taller than me. Talking with a lady's voice. And my boss just he used to just have a field day. He'd say, Oh, Mateo. He called me Mateo instead of Matthew. He'd say, Mateo, guess who's coming? He said, and man, he likes you. <laughs> He'd say, Tell you what, I see, I see him walking up. And he would look at me, and he'd love. His eyes would just twinkle. He'd go, "I'm gonna be busy for the next few minutes, so you got to take his payment." <laughs> you sure? Yep. Yes, sir. And he, here's here's the crazy thing, though. Always treated that guy with love and respect. Always, it didn't help my case any. Really, you know, because then then he's like, "We'll see how nice you are, man. No wonder, no wonder he's kind." Of, I was like, "You're nice too." He goes, "Yeah, but it's special for you. You know, messing with me." But I didn't have to pretend to love him even though he thought he was a, he was a her. Let's be real. I do not know what form of sexual abuse that, that man had gone through or duress or hurt or rejection to get to that place. That's between them and God. But it's not going to change the message. It's not going to mean that what I'm saying is hateful if I'm just repeating what God has said. I don't have to agree with people to love them. I don't have to agree with them to love them. Some of you are nodding your head because you know you've been there. You say, man, I, I, I see what you're saying. The new movement is if you even have a funny look on your face, if you don't agree with people, then you're against them and you're a hater. Huh. People, people like that, they're going to have to take it up with God someday. But I will tell you this, no matter what, no matter how hard people try, they may, may want to hate you, but Scripture says love never fails. Love never fails. Love never fails. So you walk in love with people. You don't have to be everybody's best friend, but you are commanded by Scripture. God himself in Scripture says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. You can hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good, but it's so funny that that is right there in context, and it ties into that beginning of that verse don't just pretend to love others really love them but you need to still hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good huh man let's move on let's move on i love this love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other i got good news for those of you who are not touchy-feely genuine affection does not always mean physical affection you can talk sweet to people without touching them. or They don't have to touch you because you, you may have met some people that are like, I love you, man, but just don't touch me, man. Somebody told me, a friend of ours, she told me uh recently, she reiterated, she said, you know, that whole COVID thing was a mess. She goes, but I kind of liked that people had to keep their distance <laughs> and not be touching me. I like to mess with her. Too. I'm like, come on, mija, give me a big hug. And she's like, give me the handshake. I like, no, come on, let's bring it in for a hug no you love hugs you can be genuinely affectionate with someone in your way everybody's love language in here is different let's talk about that for a minute how many of you you can raise your hands as many times as you want why are you looking at me like that man you're not touchy-feely huh no (laughs) yeah you're you're not I knew I knew you were like aversive you're like you're like (laughs) <laughs> oh I didn't I didn't see all that I didn't see all that and you were you were doing the look and I was like what what what's going on I always love to know if what I missed if possible but I feel you hey you don't have to be touchy-feely to walk in love you don't say hey brother I love you man here's your fist bump right here people are going like this you ever see my brother he's a big hugger he comes in like like this Jonathan's like ready to hug people I'm like dude they don't want to hug you know I'm more sensitive about that I'm because I don't like getting rejected I've had people put up a block. I've had people do this when I tried to hug them. I'm like, "Oh man!" So, how many of you you think gifts are one of your love languages? Feel you feel loved when you receive a gift? Raise your hand. <laughs> Jen's jumping up and down like they do in school. Me, me, me. That's a, a, a lot of you. Let's do that again. How many of you feel loved when you get a gift? All right. How about this? How about Once again, you can raise your hand as many times as you want, or you don't have to raise. No, you got to raise your hand for something. So, Mm, okay. How many of you feel loved when someone gives you words of affirmation? Kind words. Kind words. See different types of love. That's just it. You can manifest your love. You can show your love in different ways. Let's do that again. Words of affirmation. Okay, people saying nice things to you. Hey, man, I love you. I'm praying for you. You look nice today, you know. Pastor Matt, you parted your hair just right. You know, whatever. My, I have a natural part right here where it thins out. How about this? Quality time. You feel loved if someone spends quality time with you. Raise your hand. All right, all right. Some of you are like, no, I love you, but we ain't got to hang out. <laughs> I'm going to recharge alone. God bless you. It's okay. Um, you call me later. Back in the day, it used to be what? Beep me? When I was a youth pastor, I had a beeper for a while. Someone (laughs) it came with a free subscription, too. I was like, Oh, I'm getting beeped, man. 911. Okay. What What am I missing? Physical uh touch? How many of you, physical touch? You say, man, I feel loved if someone touches me. Raise your hand. Okay, interesting. All right. Okay, I, I like physical touch. So I'm going to make sure if you don't like it, I'm going to pat you on your back tonight. Say, God bless you, sis. God bless you, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, a lot of you are like, Pastor Matt, a handshake, a fist bump is just fine. I feel loved by you. I guarantee it. I feel loved by you. So we got physical touch. you got gifts. you got quality time. you got words of affirmation. And then you got, what's the fifth one? Acts of service. Thank you. Somebody's been studying. How many of you feel loved when someone does an act of service for you? Is that, a, is that big to you? Man, B's hand is so ramrod straight right now. So if anyone's wondering, acts of service. Big deal. I like acts of service, too. I, I want to go. I know acts of service covers this, but I'm married, and I'm going to add number six, and it's just Food. That's part of acts of service, baby. But since I got married, I'm like, my wife made me food. And then she's like asking me what drink I want. And and I'm like, what? (laughs) Yes. Yes, in Jesus' name. I love you, baby. And I'm hungry. This is perfectly timed. So there's different ways to show your love. And you can love each other with genuine affection. I can be genuinely affectionate when I spend time with someone. I can be genuinely affectionate when I pat them on the back physically. Or I can be genuinely affectionate when I'm giving them kind words, okay? Or a gift or an act of service. So love each other with genuine affection and take delight. Someone say take delight. Take delight in honoring each other. You know, (laughs) things lose their effectiveness when you're doing them and you're doing it begrudgingly, right? You ever had... You ever had a waitress or a waiter do that, like throwing your food on the table? Oh, my gosh, I could have gone to the kitchen and gotten it myself, and I don't have to tip you, right? I've been to places here in town. A lot of people are real sweet, but there are those. And I'm going, man, you don't like people. You shouldn't be in the service industry, (laughs) right? Take delight in honoring each other. It's crazy, though. At the same place, there's a guy who works there, and he should be paid so much because he's so classy and almost suave in the way he presents himself it's a very humble restaurant but he's always got his white shirt on tucked tucked in and ironed black black pants black shoes and he's kind makes eye contact he's quick and punctual and good and I always think man I know this guy's not getting paid enough because he takes delight in honoring his customers I just love that so take delight take pleasure in honoring each other being kind to people all right let's keep going Oh, this is good, right? Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Let's stay there for a moment. Ladies, if you're not married yet, your grandma was right, don't marry a lazy man. Okay? I just need you to hear that. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Guys, you don't want to marry a lazy lady either, but I'm just going to say right now, I'm dealing with men. Just, I know none of the men in here are lazy on the live stream or in this house, but just, oh, lazy Laziness is is obnoxious, <laughs> right? It's like, wait, what? Why aren't you helping here? Come on, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. That ties back to the Old Testament. God dealt with His people when they didn't serve Him gladly. Are you with me? I know that's I know for a fact that's none of you. You here? You are on a Wednesday night. You're serving God gladly. You're here on a Wednesday night, but. There are those, that, and I've seen them. I've seen believers. You just kind of see them here or there, and they're just kind of they're up and down with God, but it's almost like they're doing God a favor by serving him. God loves me. God loves you. Jesus gave his life for me. Jesus gave his life for you. But he doesn't need me to keep managing the universe. I know the song says he didn't want heaven without me. I believe that. But heaven's not going to fail if, if I didn't make it. So that keeps me humble by going, I don't need to take myself too seriously because Jesus died for me, but he died for everyone. So I'm going to serve him enthusiastically. I'm going to be a standout. Whether I'm in the game as a starter, I'm coming off the bench, or refing, or being in the crowd, I'm not just, man, I'm going to take an active role in participating. All right? Work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Let's keep going. I brought this verse up on Sunday. Rejoice. In our confident hope. Hmm. Does anyone want to remember any details about rejoicing from Sunday? Does anybody? It's not a trick question, but I'm just I'm just wondering. Anybody? You can smile. You you wanna you wanna cheat? A hack? See rejoice has J O I in there? Just remember joy. Showing showing thankfulness. Show acting like you're joyful, act, acting or being joyful, rejoice, be glad, be glad for our confident hope. You ever met someone without hope? It's very dismal, right? Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. I need to ask you a question. Think about it. You don't have to answer if you don't want, but this is a rhetorical question. What do you think that means? Be patient in trouble. Well, because the human tendency is, Lord Jesus, I'm in trouble. I just got into trouble. I know this may be a long process, but I want out yesterday. And whether we got ourselves into trouble or someone else made a poor decision and put us into trouble or treated us bad or abused us in some way, they were abusive somehow and it led us into trouble or they mistreated us or bullied us, I do know this. When you're in trouble, God uses it to work on your character I don't know about you but my personality has flaws it does let me talk bad about myself for a second but not too bad because my wife's here one of my personality flaws that can also be a strength is that i usually like to do things the fun way first of all secondly the easy way i just do and that is that is part of the extrovert usually a a more of a pure extrovert personality, that, that's how they are. Now, I'm at the same, with of the same token there, I'm actually a hard worker. I apply myself, I work hard, I'm not afraid to work all day and hit it outside, inside, whatever. Lift things, I like to work. But there are some things I have a lazy streak about. Right? That's a weakness. But I've noticed that over the years, But scripture says this, tribulation works patience. Trials make you more patient. Now I can wait in line. I'm not in a big rush usually, unless there's just something I'm late for, and then I'm in line going, "How how did I put myself in this position, right? But usually I'm patient about certain things. There's other things I'm impatient about, but God has worked patience into me because I've been through some trouble. So be patient in trouble because it's actually developing patience in you. And it's not going to last forever. Is everybody with me? Trouble doesn't last forever. Scripture says weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. The sun's going to rise again eventually. You say, oh, but it's been cloudy. I know, but it's going to rise again. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. It's going to be okay. You keep serving God, everything's going to be all right. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You've made it this far, because I know, I know, I know. I don't have to be a prophet to say that. You've had times where you said, I have no clue how I'm going to make it. It feels like it's over, but it's not. And it wasn't, huh? Here you are again, smiling face. Be patient in trouble. Look at this. Here's how you be patient in trouble. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Bible basics are believer basics. Christian basics are read the Word and pray. Read the Word, pray, be connected. Real easy. Ready? Read the Word, pray, stay connected. Let's do it again. Read the Word, pray, and stay connected. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. Let's move on. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. We went over this verse on Sunday as well, I believe. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Be ready to give. Be available to give. You know, because scripture explains scripture. There's another scripture that says, don't ever tell someone, go and come again. Come back later when you already have it in your power to help them, right? I've seen people do that. Hey, can I can I borrow your rake? It's right there. Oh, no, man, I don't have a rake. Okay, you have a chainsaw? Because I'm going to borrow that and I'm going to cut your rake in half. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just making sure everybody's li- everybody's listening, okay? I'm totally kidding. I've never done that. And I don't think I've ever thought about doing that. So that was just that was just on the fly right now. OK, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. And, yeah, you got to be careful who you lend stuff to, especially if the last four times you lend it to them. They got mad when you asked for it back and they think it's theirs now. That can be a problem. All right. But be, be eager to practice hospitality. All right. Let's move on. Bless those. Oh, this is good. This is true teachings of Jesus. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Some of the hardest prayers in my life have been when I said, Ooh, Lord. Lord. You know, because the other side of it, you say, Lord, bring judgment on them. You know James and John, the sons of Zebedee? Lord, shall we call down fire on that village? You know what Jesus said? He said, You don't know what spirit you're operating in. You don't even know what you're talking about. Like, what motive is that? I'm telling you, some, and these have been some of the most successful prayers, too. I've seen relationships restored over this prayer. Lord, bless them. Even though I feel slighted, I f- feel disrespected, I feel embarrassed by how they treated me, I feel humiliated, the things they've said, the things they've done in front of other people that I don't feel I deserve that. Lord, none of that matters. You bless them. Bless those who persecute you. Persecute is a $25 word for people who treated you poorly. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. And I'm going to end on that note tonight. That is just that is just, um, mm, that is just a good place to stop right there. That is what, verse 14? There's a lot more good stuff in that chap- chapter, but we're going to stop there. Does anyone have any questions tonight? I'm taking questions. Nobody ever asks questions. But you can ask me after the service, okay? I'll have a moment. Because some of you might. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Let's bow our heads in prayer tonight. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, because you're faithful. It is most likely that everyone in this house has already accepted Jesus. I would believe that and made Him the Lord of your life, your Savior. You've confessed Him as Lord. But I want you to pray with me tonight for those on the live stream. There may be somebody listening tonight who's tuning in. It may be their first time. It may be their last time. And this is their chance to get right with God. So pray this prayer with me. If you want to get your heart right with the Lord, you want to accept Jesus. Pray this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I need you, Lord. I need you now more than ever. Please forgive me, Father. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. I can't save myself. I need you because I'm stuck in sin. Say, I'm sorry for my sin. Say, I confess and I believe that Jesus is Lord, He's the only way to get to heaven. And say, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and that He died rose again for me. In Jesus' name. Say, thank you, Lord, for accepting me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me just pray a blessing over you and those listening tonight on YouTube and Facebook. Father, I thank you for your goodness, your perfection, your plan, your promises, your provision. Thank you because you've given us a place in your family. I thank you, Lord, that we're blessed in the city, and the field coming in and going out. Everything we touch will be blessed according to your word. We give and receive. Lord, I thank you for the folks that joined us tonight on the live stream and in the house in person. And I thank you that you're working your plan in our lives to perfection if we allow you. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 says, we believe that and we will live it tonight. Thank you for your people. In Jesus' name.